Welcome in to the 411 on Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Level, with me once again, Steve Cook. Uh, and uh, on the last episode, Steve, we uh, continued our journey down memory lane as we went back to 2002 and looked at the um, first ever WWE draft, which was on the uh, March 25th episode of Raw. Uh, actually, we're going to do that uh, in a, another episode here coming up. We're going to talk about Backlash, but for now, um, we are going to stick with some current stuff and... That is going to be uh, a couple big noteworthy news items this week in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, and that's, let's start with AEW, because um, a lot of speculation about where the former Aleister Black was going to land. Well, Aleister Black did not land in AEW. However, Malachi Black did. Uh, what did you think? He landed a little earlier than people thought as yes. well, because uh, I guess there's a little discrepancy on the 90-day uh non-compete and the 30-day non-compete and it turns out that malachi black had the 30-day which i think <sighs> it's tough because you kind of want to blame wwe for forgetting that when guys things expire i would love to blame bruce pitchard for that because he did it back in the tna where he forgot where guys contracts expired and whatnot and i'd love to throw that blame on bruce because well i like blame bruce, bruce pitchard for things because why wouldn't we but I do think that they don't mind it as much because it keeps Zelina Vega happy. Because Zelina likes her husband. Right. And Zelina's going to be jobbing for two minutes for the rest of her life. So <laughs> anything keeps her happy. That's Zelina Vega re-debut. How about that? That's pretty good, right? Yeah, she's back now, too. So uh... How about that? How about that return? That is great. What a great piece of business there. <laughs> I, I think I think the Malachi's Black, Black's debut went a little bit better. What do you think? I think it was probably a little bit better. Yeah, I think that yeah, if you he... want to compare the two debuts, the re-debuts or returns or whatever you want to compare the uh, two debuts, re-debuts that happened last week or so, I think that Malachi's went a little bit better. Yeah. They had a little, I guess he had some weather issues in Miami because with the hurricane and tropical storm going on and all that stuff. You know, you, you have some weather issues. These things happen and lights cut out, things like that. And of course, Arn Anderson's out there kind of promo and the lights go out. Oh, shit. You know, hurricane. And you, oh, it's Malachi Black slash Tommy End. And he kicks Arn's head off. And Arn, and Arn does the best sell ever. Arn just dies. It's great. <laughs> well, like, I, I'm a big fan of, like, doing, like, you know how they did it. Like you said, they, so they did it earlier where it's like, okay, the lights go out and we don't really think anything of it. But, like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the foreshadowing. Like, that's, um, you can hook me with that. And then for him to actually make his debut the way that he did. Um, and Arn dies, right? That's and Arn's just out. Um, so clearly, you know, we're we're heading towards uh, Malachi Black and Arn Anderson. No, obviously the dimension. no, absolutely not because <laughs> yeah, Tony Schiavone is smart enough to get out of the ring at this point. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I mean, obviously, like that's where we're headed. Like it's gonna be Alistair Black and Cody. I guess it's just a matter of are they gonna put that maybe on I don't know, like a rampage, like the debut or something, or do they hold that off until either the debut rampage all or all out. Yeah. Um I, I've already seen some hesitations uh, from people who are like, uh oh, like they're gonna put him with Cody. Like they're worried that but <laughs> because on. Cody's had some troubles lately. There's been been some issues with Cody booking as of late, let's be honest. And you know, early on, early on Cody was one of the best things they had you. Like, oh, yeah. for the first few months or so, like, all of Cody's stuff was fire. The feud with Jericho, the feud with, uh, you know, with the MJF, the feud of MJF, where he cut that off. He had a lot of good stuff going early on. And I don't know 
I don't know what the what happened there, but there came a point where like man, Cody stuff wasn't wasn't as good. I don't know. Do you remember the jumping? You know what the jumping off point was, Blake? Do you, what do you think the where do you think Cody uh, jumped the uh, dolphin there? Let's see. I'm trying to think of like as opposed where... to jumping the shark. We can't. You know, we can't say <laughs> jumping the shark. So jump the dolphin. What what happened? I'm trying to where, think of what what went wrong. What went wrong with when that could have been? Because like even. I mean, like the stuff with Brody Lee was good, right? Yeah, um, stuff with Brody is fine. Yeah, the stuff with Brody Lee was good, and then Darby beats him for the TNT title. Like that was great. That's big. Was um, it just when he started feuding with QT? Because QT and QT's not a bad wrestler. He's not a bad worker. Not a bad talker. Right. But but who wins I, in that feud, right? Like who is who's yeah, benefiting? Just, Neither QT's one of them the, really. The guy. <laughs> yeah. Like if QT wins that feud, what does that mean? Like does he get a nothing? Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and Cody wins the feud. It means nothing either. I mean, I, I look. I was not. I, I'm a huge fan of Jade Cargill now, and and I think Red Velvet in the same. Like they have both really. Oh yeah, the Cody Shack build. But man, I just feel like that was one of those things where it's like, you had to do that. I understand why you had to do it, but I felt like that was something where it's like, eh, you start and then look. But since then, right? Like that's what it's been. It's been the QT thing. It's been the Anthony Ogogo thing where it's just like, what also does that serve for Cody just to beat Anthony Ogogo in 10 minutes? And Ogogo has some skill. He has some potential too. Yeah. So it's, I think that's the thing. And and I know people, look, we, we understand. Like people want to draw the comparison between Cody and Triple H. Like, because that's what they're always going to do. Because that's what Cody wants us to do. <laughs> and I feel like that's, like that is the thing where I think you don't want to get too far into that territory of, you know, because look, listen, if Cody beats Malachi Black, like if they have their match and Cody wins that match, I don't think he's going to. Like, I surely they're not going to actually do that. Um, I would hope they have some kind of awareness. But if that happens, like, like that's exactly the points people are going to make. Is that right there about Triple H? Yeah. Because as, as much as Malachi Black slash Tommy N slash whatever, you know, he had some stuff to say and people had different opinions about it. But there's something there with that guy. Oh, yeah. They got something. We don't know what it is, but there, there's something there. I love the fact, by the way, that I know a lot of people complained about the the the, the makeup on the face, but I love the fact that he's still putting over the fact that he got his eye popped out of his freaking head. <laughs> right. You know, but other people in WWE, they don't care. You know, we got our eye popped out. We're fine. We're wrestling a couple weeks later. It's yeah. okay. This man has taken it personally because I got popped out of his freaking head. He's not happy. <laughs> Would you be happy if somebody knocked your eye out of your head? No. Raven Stewart is okay with this, apparently. But Mal- Malachi slash Alistair Black, he is not happy about this. And, you know, he's he's going to take it out on somebody. And, you know, I don't know what excuses he come up with for going after Cody Rhodes. But I think we'll accept it. We'll be okay with it, whatever it is. Right. So I- I'm curious because I... And, and this is what this is going to lead into because, you know, we can talk about his debut, but until, you know, the next steps, we don't really know. But another thing that people have brought up, and I also understand this point, like we start to look at this AEW roster now and like we know, like they don't lack money. Like Tony Khan has thrown his money around at everything when it He's comes to. He's got money. To, it's all right. And his father's okay with him spending that money. We've established that. It's well, fine. and we look when John Moxley comes out on next week's Dynamite to defend the, the NWJPW, you know, U.S. title. When Wild Things playing, like he's buying, like Tony Khan is just buying songs. Like it's just like this guy can do whatever he yeah. wants to do. He is funding a. Oh, I'm gonna jump off on a tangent here because he is funding a feud between Cincinnati 
independent wrestling promotions. You know, John Moxley representing the HWA <laughs> and and Carl Anderson slash Chad Too Bad representing the uh, Northern Wrestling Federation. I just love it because I never thought the HWA versus NWF feud would make national TV. It has. Well, Thanks to Tony Khan. So God bless you, Tony. I love you. Well, I think that, again, he he has the money. He is bringing in everyone that he can get his hands on. Um, I, but I understand, like, I'm starting to get to that point where it's, I get it. Like, this guy's a big star, and, and I have no qualms with AEW bringing him in with Malachi Black. Like, it just makes no, sense. that's fine. But I think it's like, there comes a time where, look, when did Christian debut? That was, gosh, how long? Like, <laughs> oh, Christian. three or four months ago now? The future Hall of Fame. I don't even know. Like, Christian <laughs> debuted, and then we had Andrade. Now we have Malachi Black. Um, I don't know. Like, eventually, do you have, I don't know, like, do you have Braun Strowman? Do you have the icon? Like, and look, Daniel Bryan's another one, right? Like, we don't know and what the hell Andrade he's doing. Already, poor Andrade already feels like he's phased out, doesn't he? His debut went over, like, nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, and that's the thing. is like, I just don't, I, again, I am not blaming AEW because they are, look, they're, they're the number two in this category. And if you want to become top and the best, like, you want to feel like you have the best talent r- roster you can compile. And I get that, but... I think logistically, you still have two hours of dynamite. Um, I guess, you know, you've got as much as you want when it comes to elevation and dark. You got Rampage coming up. Uh, but I'm just like, is, are people going to be like, you have such a huge roster to where it's like, at some point, are people going to be required to like watch all four shows to be able to keep up with like 83 different storylines going on? Because you just have so many people on the roster. That's what I worry about a little bit, I think, with AEW at this point. That's a fair point, and people have already complained about the, you know, the YouTube shows. People already complain about, oh, well, we have to watch Being the Elite. We have to watch Sammy Guevara's vlog to right. keep track of, well, you know, the Dark Order and all this other stuff they have going on. And people already complain about that. So I understand where you're coming from. It's like, as the roster gets bigger, it's like, man, we got to watch this. We got to watch that. We got to watch this and the other thing so yeah i do understand where it becomes an issue and people as much as people like to say oh streaming is the future and you know everybody watches things on youtube now blah 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 you know what when i watch things on youtube i don't want they're not an hour long right (laughs) i'm watching things on youtube for like a minute you know yeah yeah. I'm watching clips of stuff. I'm not watching a freaking hour-long, two-hour-long thing. It's just, you know, it's a short attention span theater is what that is. And that's what the future generation is. And I don't hate him for it because I have a pretty low attention span myself. So, yeah, <laughs> it, it I think what it is. As we're going to talk about when we do our, our backlash uh, yeah. sort of rerun on the next episode, like, the, we're going to really get into that because I'm like... The short attention span. Yeah, is. like, it's... um, But but I think that's a good... Like, that is. Like, that's a good point where it's like, I don't know that a lot of people are... Which, hey, listen, the, the dark and elevation numbers, like, they're good. Like, they get hundreds of thousands of views or whatever on those. That's, that's great. Um, yeah. But like you said, I think it's... But, but what I guess we've seen that too, where it's like if you're watching Dynamite and you don't watch some of the other stuff, you have a pretty good idea of what's going on. But there are going to be those little things that you miss, I guess, uh, when it comes to some of this stuff. Now, now certainly you won't have to worry about it with some of the guys because they're never going to be on Dark. Or I mean, I guess the report we saw today actually, uh, we had something on the side about. I guess it was uh, from the Observer or somewhere. I don't want to say exactly because I don't remember where it's from. But it's like you know that AEW wants to make like Elevation this big 
thing to where it's like you you do have stars on there and all this other stuff yeah, and i'm just thinking that's fine. that's fine right but then it becomes okay you've got elevation then you got dynamite then you got rampage that's coming up soon um so it's just like i don't know like it's a huge roster and i think it's good to have the problem of having that many shows to work with but and it is always a problem it's always a good problem as far as you know whatever as a sports fan you know when i'm I, i'm a sports fan as we all as we all know and you know, me, me following Cincinnati Reds and people talk about how we have too many infielders, too many outfielders. I always think it's a good problem to have too many of anything. Yeah. If you have too many of something, that's that's not bad because yeah. <laughs> things will sort themselves out eventually. You'll figure out who's good and who's bad. You know, you'd rather have too many than too few. If that's you have true. too few stars to feature, that's a problem. And there were the rumors, right, that the WWE, like, among everything, it's like, okay, well, people in backstage are like, we want to bring Malachi Black back, right? Like, that was the rumor. And so it's like, yeah. I'm not going to blame Tony Con- Tony Khan one bit for not allowing that to happen and saying, look, we're yeah, going to get this guy. Yeah, as soon as you can, if that's it, yeah, might <laughs> yeah. as well. And look, it's going to be the same thing, right? With Let's say Daniel Bryan. Let's just use that as an example. If that situation happens, like, no one's going to blame I have no you. idea what's going on with Daniel Bryan. Let's just say I have no idea. No clue. But if, if AEW signs him, guess what? No one's going to be upset, uh, aside from WWE mm-hmm. people. But it's like... Yeah, they'll be upset. But I'm, <laughs> I, I, if he's on my TV, I'm happy, is all I'll say about that. That's all that matters. So... <laughs> Um, there again, it's like, well, you look at the roster, you're like, oh, it's getting bigger and bigger, but then you're, you can make the understanding that it's like, well, they have to sign some of these guys. Uh, but then again, maybe look, it's, it's where you bring in the biggest stars you can. And and you've heard, I think people who have been in these roles before say this, but it's like you top load where you bring in the stars and then you just start to cut things out at the bottom. And, and that could be something AEW has to do where it's like, they can't keep all these people at the bottom that aren't really doing well, a whole lot. That's a, the thing is, I think AEW does have, does have a lot of people that they're looking to release at some point. They no. don't want to no. because they, they know the, the optics. They know that WWE got a lot of heat for releasing people. So I think that what they're doing is Tony Khan's just gonna, he's gonna let a bunch of contracts expire. Yeah. Like he did with a few other, like I mean, like Awesome Kong, yeah, and with uh, with uh, Eva Lee and with some other people that I can't remember off the top of my head. Shanna, I just, think was one. Yeah, there will be certain names that will just, you know, their contracts will expire, and that's all right. I have no problem with that. And there are probably a bunch coming up too. If I had to, if I had to guess, there are probably a bunch coming up. I was gonna say there's probably, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you just kind of, yeah, a like, lot of people that haven't been booked recently on anything other than Dark or. You, know, you might want to, and they probably know too already. I think I figure if you're on the roster and you haven't been on dark, if, you, if you've only been on dark, you probably know already. You're like, eh, my time is probably a little bit limited here, is my guess. If I was in that position, I would know. I don't know if they know, but I would know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, and look, it goes back to, we know like there's still this crossover stuff. It's not a lot of people, but it's like, you know, they're still bringing people in from impact or new Japan. Like how, the more that oh, they expands, bring in the good brothers from the impact. Apparently. Yeah, that's true. Which that, that's a whole other issue with the, the whole yeah. impact. Uh, the impact AEW thing is a whole other issue. Well, how they botched that whole thing. God. Yeah. That's, um, there, there's a, I think that's the best way to put it. like, there is a lot going on with AEW. They're, they will, they have no shortage of content on any, <laughs> On any front, like they they have plenty of happening, so um, that's that's better than not having anything, like you said earlier. So uh, that is that is a good thing for AEW right now. So 
Um, speaking of uh, things on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, if we go to WWE, the big news on Friday is that uh, Bailey is going to be out for approximately nine months. Uh, the reports are that she suffered a torn ACL. Um, I think Fightful basically said that she was training at the Performance Center. Uh, her knee popped. Uh, we know that's never good. And now, uh, Steve, I'm going to quiz you because I had to look this up. Okay. The SmackDown women's roster at this point. Um, oh, good Lord. <laughs> well, and, and, and this is going to be to a bigger point. Um, I, I'm going to say there are one, aside from Bailey, there, and not counting Bianca Belair. She's the champion. That's obvious. There are one, two, three, four, five six active women's wrestlers on the SmackDown women's roster. Can you name those six? Okay, well, Zelina Vega just came back last week. All right, five. We got Liv Morgan. Four. We got... Uh, are we counting the Natalia? And, <laughs> yes, uh, we have to Tamina. count them. <laughs> right. We, we count them. Yep, so we're down to two. That's four. And God damn... <laughs> Who is it? Well, there's there one you're for, you're. I know there's one you're forgetting. It's because she hasn't been on. Obvious, there's somebody yeah. they put in mind back match, right? Sasha Banks hasn't been on in a while. So, so okay, she's... yeah, okay. So there's. But Sasha. then the other okay. one, yes, is Money in the Bank. And I'm trying to think of who, who the fuck <laughs> it is. And I'm drawing a blank. Well, okay, the, the thing is, like, she's probably she may actually been the one that ends up challenging Bianca Belair now because we know it was going to be Bailey, but Carmella is the other one. Carmella. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Well. Oh, there's a stout women's, you know, WWE, the, the hub of women's wrestling. But that's what, that's what they tell us. That's why everybody's, oh, WWE is such great women's wrestling, so much better than AEW. And this is what we got here. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, look. <laughs> One it, woman barely, barely going out. That, that's how, okay. That's what we got. Okay. This Thank is you. part of the bigger problem, though, right? It's like, this is partly, there. I mean, it, a lot of it is their own doing. Like, because they have not booked in a situation like, look, I'm not going to say anything bad about Bianca Belair, although I think, you know, she's not as, probably not as strong as she was, just because I don't, I think sometimes we see that, and we've talked about that before, right? Like, sometimes they don't know what to do with babyface champions. Like, they just... No, they don't. They I'm really not, struggle with I that. I am a big Bianca <laughs> Don't I love Bianca Belair. Don't, don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. Uh, not love, love, you know, you know what I mean. I think she's yeah. a great talent. I think she's a tremendous wrestler. And I think she, she can have great, some great matches, but... Where are her challengers other than Bailey? Who else is that rostering challenger other than Bailey? Who else is there? Got to be Sasha. Like oh, that's she it. gets great matches with Carmella. No, I was gonna say like Sasha at SummerSlam is like that's the only way they can go at SummerSlam. I think at this point. I mean Sasha and Bailey are the only two people who can challenge her. Yeah. Like who else is there on that roster? Well, and I think like Becky is still technically on Raw. I would not yeah. be shocked if they bring her back to SmackDown. Although. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. I would love to see Becky and, Becky and Bianca. That'd be great. Right. That would be something fresh. And, like, we can't say that. Yeah. Like, again, I this is not a me bashing WWE. But if just, they do, if they bring Becky back next week to challenge Bianca, that'd be that'd be great. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be sold. All right. Let's Becky's going to be back sooner rather than later. But it's like, if yeah. you look at Raw, like, 
what the hell is going on with Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley? Like, I don't even know what, to, like, I don't even understand anything about the no. storyline that they're doing with these two. I mean, and, Jim Cornette, I mean, Jim Cornette can tell you they're both great wrestlers and he loves everything that they all do. But I mean, maybe he can explain the booking because I sure can't. No, it's just, it's very confusing. And like, you know, if you go to the raw women's side, like, let's I, just, I, as much as I love Rhea Ripley. Oh my God. Like they have, I will tell you, like I, if you, Listen, you, you're the top seven on 411. Like, if you put together the top seven most botched NXT call-ups, like, in history, <laughs> I think she's in the top three, without question, this far. And she hasn't even been up that long. But, like, That's I have... Uh, okay, I'm going to do that. There's we'll a challenge for you. Yeah, so, we'll, do, we'll do that pretty soon. That'll be the next... I like that. That's a good, that's a good one. There are a lot of them. There are there a lot are. of Bosch next week call-up That would be a tough one, too. Yes. How you narrow that to seven is going to be the biggest Yeah, challenge. right? Um, but it's like, I have no idea what they're doing. But if you look at the Raw women's roster, okay? Alexa Bliss, who the hell? Like, I don't even know oh, what's even. And, you know, Alexa Bliss would be a talented. She'd be a great addition to any roster if she wasn't doing whatever the fuck she's doing. Right. Okay. Asuka. <laughs> she's another one where it's like. Great, I thought last year, but like booking wise, I have no idea where she's at right now. Um, yeah, she's nothing. We met, We mentioned Charlotte. Same situation. Yeah. Uh, Dana Brooke not really factored yeah, into well. with the Mandy thing. <laughs> Let's just add Dana and Mandy to the same group. Like they're doing the tag. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Do drop. <laughs> oh, uh, Eva Marie. Let's just I, add. You know, and I'm an Eva Marie fan. I like what she brings to the table in some ways. But they they've handled this whole thing with her and Dewdrop completely wrong. They completely botched that whole thing. They 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 got cute by having them you know turn on each other in the first match. You don't turn on each other in the first match. You build that shit up. Yeah. They, yeah. They they got cute. They're like, oh, we'll have Dewdrop turn on Eva Marie in the first match. Fuck! What are you doing? That's stupid. What the fuck are you doing? Like I want to run down each of these women just because I want like if someone thinks we're wrong about they this, like please tell us. Yeah. Like if you tell us where someone is getting masterfully booked on the women's side, let me know because I don't see it. Lacey Evans is away. We know she's um yeah. have her either. I but even Dewdrop that could have worked if they built that up. Right. But they they turned them in the first fucking match. Yeah. And then they came back with it after like oh we're supposed to care now. Oh what what? <laughs> Why? Uh, Naomi, what is she doing on Raw? Anything? Oh, who the, yeah, exactly. Who the fuck knows? Nia Jax, nothing. Um, yeah, 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 well, he, she, uh, yeah, her and Shayna. Oh, well, yeah, she, I mean, it's her and Shayna. Good lord, that poor. <laughs> Shayna's had to go into the Alexa thing. Um, remember when Shayna Baszler was like a freaking god? Remember yeah. that next thing? And then she came in as a vampire. Um, yeah. Oh god. Becky. That poor woman. Nikki, well, I guess what is it, Nikki Ash? Oh, Nikki Ash now. No, yeah, that's that's a great that's a great thing. And I I know she pitched it, uh, so don't yell at me. I know that's her gimmick. She pitched it. She had a drawing, and the yeah. the drawing guy put it over, and it's like, oh my god, it's just a great gimmick. Oh yeah, it's yeah, different. It, I mean, I'll give her that. Like it's that's different. Uh, it's it's shit. <laughs> I'll say that's not good. All right. Well, Shane is the last one on the list. So, again. Nikki Ash and Nia Jackson. Yeah, they can't keep that straight. (laughs) Like, this is my point. Think about this. We have just went through the entire WWE women's roster on the main brand. 
And I think, really, this is what I mean when we're talking about the impact of Bailey, who I think was probably one of the better booked ones of the entire group, arguably maybe yeah. the best booked one of the entire group. Um, but beyond that, like, this is the problem. You've got numbers, but who is, like... They're playing numbers, but none of them are booked in a way where you can take Anne seriously. How about this question? When Becky comes back, who the <laughs> hell is going to beat Becky? Like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> on this roster, like right now, aside from Bianca and Sasha, and I think Bailey's probably in that group. But and like Charlotte. Charlotte could be her. Yeah, well, yeah, Charlotte. She could. Well, we know. Like the way they're booking her right now. I don't know. We know anything. that we know Charlotte. That is what it is. Yeah. And they're gonna if they want it to be re, like if they want Rhea Ripley, like they're gonna have to do some major rehabbing on that because I think they have just completely destroyed her at this point. Um Yeah. But it's like that's the thing, is once Bay once Becky comes back, that's gonna be great. But it's like I don't know what you do because no one, no one's going to like, she's going to be the Roman now where it's like, no one's actually going to, aside from a couple people, there's like, there's really not much there. So um, that's the problem. With the Roman character too, is because everybody tells me, well, the Roman character is great. Well, that's great. That's good. But what the fuck else is on SmackDown? <laughs> Who can beat that guy? You going to tell me edge is going to be him? No, come on. Yeah. Edge. Okay. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're going to sell you on that. Okay. Well, that, all right. That's a deeper discussion too about kind of what yes. where where they go with Roman, which I I wrote that article. It's been months ago now, but like at the time, I was you know I said okay, I'm gonna pick five guys who they could book to beat Roman, and of course some of them are obvious, right? Like it's it's The Rock, it's Brock Lesnar, it's yeah. um you know Drew McIntyre, like those John I think C- are John yeah. Cena. Uh, but like I put Big E in there. I'm like. They haven't booked Big E to this point to be able not, to. Not, not right now. I yeah. Mean, God, I mean, it's. Yeah. So it's just like, I know, like, this sounds like that it's just us bashing WWE, but in a sense, like. It is. <laughs> I mean, you have to point out some of the stuff. I am saying it out of frustration more than just like, okay, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, I hate WWE. Like, I'm saying it frustration wise because these are the things I think you have to think about where it's like, okay, you are going to have Becky coming back. Now you've got Bailey out for you know, nine months. Um, and it's just like, what are you and doing? See a good, oh God, a Becky Bailey feud would have been tremendous. Oh yeah. That would have been great. Well, I would love to see that. Um, but I'm just like, they have, they have put all of this. They, they put so many people, I think in a corner to where it's like, you can't, you have no faith in them being able to like, again, for like, for the love of God, I know surely they're not going to do this. I can't imagine they're going to think to do this, but it's like if Becky comes back in two months in, she's feuding with Alexa bliss. Um, and this current character, like, <laughs> oh, God, it's just like, <laughs> that oh, worries God. me a little bit. Um, you know, they can't Becky crawl. They can I mean, if they would do a flashback, they can have Becky going the corner and crying like her husband. <laughs> there you go. That'd be oh, great. God. Right. And now I said, they'll probably book it. <laughs> well, I just had flashbacks to the, I, I do this a lot now, whenever I think of just what's the worst thing I've seen in WWE in a while. Like I always have flashbacks to Seth Rollins and Bray Anything Wyatt in Rollins. the cell. Anything oh, with the fiend is why I go to the worst. In <sighs> and I feel bad because I, I love Bray Wyatt. Like, I just think he's, the creativity is just great, but it's just like, <laughs> it's I, a shit. The fiend, just, it's a shit. The fiends of the shit. I can't, I can't make any excuses for that. <sighs> so anyways, but clearly we're in a very positive vibe when it comes to, um, our expectations, uh, for the main roster. Or Bailey. I hope Bailey comes back strong yeah. and I hope that, you know, I guess it's a knee injury. A lot of us might have thought that if she was out for nine months, it might mean something else. <laughs> well, <laughs> but uh, that'd be better off than in the injury. So yeah. you know, torn ACLs are always tricky because it's like, you know, 
yes, there's a lot of people come back from him and everything's fine, but it's like that's still that's a that's a significant injury. Um, so yeah, I'm sure she has the best. I mean, look, she's in WWE. They'll give her the best uh, possible. That was- Path, uh, like Bailey. Yeah, uh, ba- Bailey's great. Um, so we have nothing bad to say about Bailey. We just no. have bad things to say about Beal Trad Booker. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I mean, you know, because Bailey is the best babyface ever of all time, and then she went to the main roster, and then they had turned her heel, and she was good at that too because she's a good performer. She's been, <laughs> I said, she's been fantastic. Yeah, she's think. a good performer. She can do the, the heel stuff. I mean, even though she is the best Bayface NXT of all time, she can still turn heel because she knows how to do it. Yeah. Well, I yeah, like you said, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I think to see what they do because, again, I I wouldn't be shocked if they brought Becky to SmackDown when she comes back, just out of you know Seth's on the brand too. They're you know, I, you know how it goes with that. So I, I would not be shocked if they put her there. Um, I, I don't know what that's going to mean for Raw. Uh, in its I'm all about state. Bailey versus Bianca. That'd be, I mean, yeah, Becky versus Bianca would yeah. be great. I don't care. I mean, Raw. I mean, I try to ignore Raw at this point. Let's be honest. It's just, <laughs> it's a shit show. It has, that, look, it's gotten, there There have been a couple decent episodes in recent weeks. I will say that. Like, I, I know we've spent 15 minutes talking about the negatives, but it's like, They've done some good things, uh, but still, um, I just, it's not, I, here's what, here's what I'm very curious about. I saw someone mention this and I'm curious what you think. Like people are thinking, and, and here's in the back of my mind, like, I'm going to say what I think when people say this, but it's like, people are like, well, they're just kind of holding off until fans come back and then we're going to see the good stuff. I'm like, <laughs> well, hold on a second. <laughs> like when they had fans, they were doing some of the same stuff and I mean, but like that is going to be interesting, right? When you think about it, like, how do you think people are going to react to Alexa Bliss? Like all this other stuff, like what are they going to do? Oh God, I don't know. Oh, so God. we saw That's it at funny. WrestleMania, but I think it's like now that you have it on a weekly basis. I'm sorry, I, I'm. Uh, that's just funny. It's like oh, they've been holding off on the good stuff, you well, know, because we know WWE Korea is all full of the good stuff, right? Well, they got all the, they got the good stuff. They're holding off until they have the fans and sense. Oh, good lord. I'm sorry. I just had to laugh at that. That's uh, that's funny. Well, you rely on your stars to carry things. So maybe getting Becky back, Roman's, I mean, you know, he is where he is right now. Everything else I think is, I'm curious to see like with Lashley, um, you know, those kind of things. So I don't know. I think it's, it will be interesting. Like I will say that I am, I am looking forward to those first couple of shows because we know they're going to be, they're going to pack everything into those, but as always, like it's the follow-up. Like, what do you do after that? Um, after those first couple shows with fans back, like what do you, then what do you I mean, do? I will say we did see with AEW when they had the first crowd back for this week. Yep. For the Miami show. It's different. We saw some things that worked. Yeah. We saw some things that didn't work. We saw that the fans were excited to see Hangman and Page <laughs> challenge for that fucking title. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's gonna be nuts. By the way, um, the fans are behind. Fans want to see the Hangman do his thing. They want to see that. The Dark Order. They're gonna try to build him up for it. You gotta see it happen. Oh man, the Omega Page build. Ah, I love it. Here's a question for you. So, like in the WWE world, when uh, again we we've had a we've seen it at WrestleMania, but I think it's gonna be different now. Like, is there anyone you think off like the top of your head? You think that maybe like right now without fans, we've just kind of been like, okay, we don't know how fans are going to react. 
But then once they have, once you actually have fans coming back on a regular basis, they're either going to completely like come on board with, or they're just going to mm. completely turn against. Oh, because you know what? Someone mentioned I heard this. Like people are curious yeah. about this Drew McIntyre thing because I, I know I am too. Well, because right because and the thing is, it's not Drew McIntyre. It's like some of these promos he's been doing. Like they're just like I don't know what he's saying, and like <laughs> I feel like they've taken away that edge he had before. Um, and it's like, I, I don't know. Like I could eventually, I hope it's not the case. I think fans are going to be fine and cheering him because I think he's reached that level now where he's like, okay, we've seen him as sort of a top baby face for a year plus now. And it's like, okay, he's on that level. But I wonder sometimes with the stuff they're giving him, it, it's starting to feel like what they did at times with Reigns and Cena. And yeah. I'm just like, eh, don't do that. So it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm not, I'm not too sure about that one. It's going to be interesting to see because it's sad because Drew McIntyre, a talented wrestler in the ring. I don't think anybody will deny that. I think he's he's done a good job in the ring with what he's had to work with. But, yeah, I don't know what they're going to say about him live with an audience. It's tough to say. I think fans are going to cheer Lashley. Like, I could see that. I could see that, too. Yeah. I'd, I could definitely see that because Lashley's a likable guy. Yeah. Like, I could see that. Even with MVP there, he seems, you know, I, I have no problem with Ashley. Good guy. I, I think Riddle and, Riddle and Orton are going to be pretty over, I think. I think people are going to really dig kind of that. I, You know, and I'm not a big Riddle guy. Yeah. And I know that's that puts me against most of the IWC or whatever you want to have, <laughs> but, you know. People like Riddle. You know, they think he's a good worker. Or they think he's, oh, cool, man, because he smokes marijuana or whatever the fuck. <laughs> people like that, but... <laughs> Not my deal, but I think people will like that. Well, and you know, Randy Orton—that's a divisive figure too, because wrestling fans like him, but nobody else likes him. <laughs> he's not—he's not one of those guys. They, that's the thing about Randy Orton, as opposed to like Cena or Lesnar or uh, Batista or guys of his generation. They can draw in people that aren't wrestling fans. Yeah, Randy Orton can draw in wrestling fans. He can't draw on anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, right? I mean, it's. I think it's going to be interesting with him, but I, I think people are going to just be all over. I think they're going to be really bad. Like, here's like the big one. Obviously, is Roman Reigns, right? Like he got booed. It's he got booed at WrestleMania. He is SmackDown at this point. He is SmackDown right now. But I feel like it's like people are going to have no choice but to cheer this guy. Like I just. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem, though, right? On that show. Who else can you cheer on that show? Who are they going to put him up against? But but I think that's where it's oh, like, yeah. okay, with Cena, like, right? Like, what is that response going to be? Like, we're going to have the 50-50. Like, we're going to have the dueling chance. Like, we already know that's coming. If it's Ra- if it's Reigns and Cena at SummerSlam. Well, and look, this has been reported that it could be Reigns and Cena. Some have said it could be a lock, but apparently there's a wrinkle thrown in with Cena doing a new movie or something um that's actually gonna so start. yeah I, w- I would not count on john cena being there for SummerSlam. so i'm saying here's the question for you then who the hell does roman reigns face at SummerSlam? edge <laughs> again back to back rematch <laughs> what the I, I i don't know because i i've seen like who who can you throw against throw kevin Owens out there again i don't know they can't go to rollins this quick they can't build that up this quickly um like they what about Kevin Owens? I mean, Owens they, deserves a rematch, I think. I was going to say, like, yeah, I guess they could. I don't know what they I feel like it has to be Cena because I feel like they have not built in any other idea yeah. on who it's going to be. So If it's not Cena, it should be Kevin Owens. Is there what, you go. What I'll say there. That's, that's what who, I'll say. That's who you're If it, they for. can't get John Cena, I'll say 
Kevin Owens deserves a rematch, so fuck it. There you go. Don't don't beat Big E yet. Don't put him there and beat him. There's no, no he's that. not ready. So. There's no reason to think that Big E should deserve that shot. It doesn't matter who they put there. Do you be a bunch of people? Do be a bunch of people? I mean, because, good Lord, uh, another, uh, I'm going to throw an AEW gripe at this point, because I'm just going to throw that in there. Why not? Why not? <laughs> My main AEW gripe at this point is the, the Andrade debut. Yeah. Or the the debut match, he faced off against Matt Sydal, which is fine because I I like Matt Sydal. Matt Sydal is a great wrestler. Yep, he's a guy I like to see wrestle. He, I like to see him out there doing his thing. How in the hell is Matt Sydal in the top five? <laughs> Who the hell did he beat? I will. You want me to tell you? Because I guess? I cover AEW Dark every week, and I will tell you that he has won every single match I can recall in the past I probably ten Who months. Did he beat? Um, everybody. Who? <laughs> well, I, that's that's a good question. Um, he's beaten. They pretty much put him in there. I think with everyone that's worked AEW Dark, that's not a signed talent. <laughs> Did he um, beat anybody of importance that I would not? No. So he's just, they they just put Matt Sydal in top five, so Andrade <laughs> could beat him. That's there, great. That's there wonderful. is the limitation of the rankings. There, there is yeah. where you run into trouble. Um, yeah, because Matt Sydal. Runs up his record against a less than uh, a less than common to town roster, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. uh, well, that's just that drove me crazy. And then the match, I mean, that also drove me crazy because he did not look particularly good in the match. Let's be honest. Well, there, there. I'm glad you said that because I don't want people to think that we just we're just bashing on WWE the whole time. AEW we'll has bash issues. On, yeah, AEW too. Why not? <laughs> we did that earlier with the bloated roster, so. Um, we're just, yeah, we're trying to pick apart things right now. We're, we're bashing everybody. That's fine. So we're, we're trying to, um, you know, add some positivity here and there, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess at this point, like we'll talk about money in the bank next week because I think we'll, I mean, cause again, like at this point, unfortunately we have no idea what the SmackDown women's title match is going to be because Bailey's yeah, out and maybe the bill is holding people out. Yeah. Whatever. What about Sonya Deville? Is she gonna come back? I like her. I think I wish she would. She was I I, she, she was always one of my favorites in terms of I'm I think, a fan. Yeah, I'm she's, a fan. She's, she's good. So her in the ring. I like it. I like that. Let's get her like back. It. Um what, what, what I was gonna say. I was about to get into some of these potential call ups, but that's gonna oh boy. I don't know what they're gonna do. The potential call ups from NXT. Uh, oh god. God, with I don't know, they've had whoever, Karrion Cross, Bronson Reed, Shotzi Blackheart. Oh God. They've all I, I worry for all of them. Um so <laughs> I don't know. But uh we'll see. They should put Tony Storm up there because they can have Booker worse on their main run roster than they have on NXT. <laughs> right? Because well, they've completely botched Tony Storm on NXT, so why not push her up? Big Fuck fan it. of Tony Storm too. I think she's I uh, I like her, but yeah. they've completely botched her on NXT, haven't they? Well, I think I honestly think NXT sometimes runs into the opposite problem where it's like, I don't think they have enough time sometimes to be able to like, it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm like, ah, no, don't, don't give them a second show. Like there's too much wrestling to watch. No, we no, can't yeah, do it. Do an NXT dark. Okay. <laughs> oh God, please don't. Like I, we have too they much. They tried to watch. that. Books it around Tima, Tino Sabatini. Seba, what, what is it? Tino Sabatini. What the fuck is that? Was? Whatever it was, it, it didn't work. It, it didn't, it got botched, you know, well, it got fired. When in doubt, don't forget, Steve, there's always Happy Corbin. So since Baron Corbin is officially, I guess now, about to be 
I don't know what they're doing with Corbin what? and Shinsuke Nakamura. So you don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I don't. So, I watched the soccer over here. I don't know what oh you're talking God. about. So apparently WWE, <laughs> WWE filed for a trademark for Happy Corbin. Um, and all of this oh, is, good is out of the storyline of Nakamura taking his crown. And apparently, I, I guess they're with Corbin. Which, again, we're, we're recording this during SmackDown. So if there is something that is happening, I could not tell you what it is since I'll watch that back. Um, yeah, so that's, um, th- there are a lot of positive thoughts on the state of, of wrestling. Actually, Steve, what about this? Like, I just, how about the timing here? So, yeah. on SmackDown, courtesy of 411mania.com, um, <laughs> everything we just talked about, right? Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox both just debuted on SmackDown as a tag team. Oh, there we go. So, what about that? Like, Forget it's everything bad. we said earlier. Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackout—they're going to save the entire division. I hope. I hope I, someone I, I does. I hope they do. So I wish they would because um, I I like Shotzi and I like Tegan, so I I really hope that they do. But here's what I didn't like. You know, you know what, what happened? Like? They, they they defeated Natalia oh, and Tamina in a non-title match. That's a trope <laughs> that I'm so tired of. I'm so tired of, of beating the champions did. in a non-title match. I'm so tired so of it. We got a, we'll get a title match at Money in the Bank, of course. Yes. So, hey. Or next week on SmackDown. Well, listen, I have Maybe no problem. Fox. If they want to give the belts to Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox and just give some sort of, like, you know, just give something to the women's tag titles right now because I have nothing against Italian Tamita, but it's like, where do you go from here with those belts at this point? Um, and as much as, as much as I like Shotzi, she takes shots at you know she takes shots at people for doing things. So she better hope that study thing works out because we we know that if she gets fired, that Chris Jericho makes sure she does not get hired. Well, here's another thing. Um, like didn't didn't Tegan Knox just return on NXT a couple of days ago? She just like, returned uh, and she's got bad knee. You know, like so. It's all right. I wonder if this was like one of those quick things because didn't she just return? Like, Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> what happened to Ember Moon? Where's Ember Moon in all this? That's a good point, right? Because wasn't Ember and Shotzi a tag team? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Holy shit! What? I, yeah. I don't know and what to make I'm of it. Remembering things, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Well, and I remember back in the day, if you want a flashback back to 2005 or so. It's probably the wrong year, but what the fuck? When <laughs> when John Morrison and Joey Mercury debuted as Eminem, that that tag team, you remember that, right? Yes. Eminem, good tag team. Yeah. They debuted. And WWE actually wanted uh, for Johnny Nitro slash John Morrison to tag with Matt Capitelli. But... Somehow they got convinced that uh, Johnny Nitro slash Johnny uh, Morrison slash where the fuck was their team with uh, Joe Mercury for Eminem. So that that happened instead. So now we don't have that check in there to make sure like, oh, well, maybe Shotzi's better tag team with Ember. No, Triple H doesn't care. Yeah, tag her with, with Tegan Knox or where the fuck. We don't care. What do you think those conversations are like? What do you think? Here's, here's my question for you. The, the big question is, could you, like, if I gave you, if I gave you Triple H's phone for one hour, could you imagine some of the things that probably are communicated on that? Like, can you imagine him getting the call probably at times where it's like, um, I know you just brought this person back uh, on Wednesday for a big feud you got going on, but we're, we're calling her up to SmackDown right now. So, like, <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, God. Good shit, pal. Good shit. 
Poor um, Amber Marin. I feel bad for her now. Now that I remembered that she was part of Tag Team with Shotzi Blackheart. Well, that's going to be... I, I mean, look, since they won the match on SmackDown, I assume that means they're going to have something going on. So, I mean, they're not going anywhere. So, well... Well, Sarah Amber Marin's going to be the next challenger to Raquel Gonzalez to eat her shit. So, nah, there I don't you know. go. So... We'll see, but um, wow, there was um, a lot <laughs> in that conversation. And I, I like Shotzi, but man, you know, she's got some weird stuff going on. Let's be honest. It doesn't matter who we like at some at times in wrestling. It's like you have to, it's how they're booked. Like, it's just such a, and I know we harp on this, but it's like, it's such a big part. It was like, I, people can, like, you can make me like, uh, well, not everyone, but um, a <laughs> lot of people. There, there's a lot of people, if you book them the right way, you can make me invested in um so but that's on them so that's that's the number one thing you have to do so um wow so that was a lot again like we said there's a lot happening right now with aw uh wwe and like we said like slammiversary is coming up um roh has got best in the world steve that's coming up too like there's just yes it is a lot happening right now in wrestling so um yeah there, there's a lot going on and uh, as usual we will have it all covered over at uh, 411mania.com, and you can check everything out there. I know Steve has got a couple things in the works that will come out this weekend. Uh, I will let you plug that. Uh, obviously, NWO week, a uh, big week. I don't know. You've got something coming on that, too. Yeah. You know, we got NWO week because it is the, oh, and I feel so old for saying it, 25th <laughs> anniversary of the NWO being founded when Hollywood Hulk Hogan Dropped the big leg on Macho Man Randy Savage. And him and Hall and Nash posed. And the people threw the trash in the ring. And me and Gene was completely shocked and appalled. And he called this the new World Wrestling Order Wrestling Brother. You know. <laughs> that's what he said, right? Pretty that's close. That's exactly what he said. The new World Wrestling Brother. Yeah, that's what he said. So, uh, The NWO, which uh, put the wrestling world on its ear... And was a great part of Dice for a long time. And was also a bad part of Dice for a long time. Because there was some not some good stuff that came from the NWO. And so, which is why I felt compelled to tell you people the top seven worst members of the NWO. <laughs> we, we have been so pot Like, we are on a real positive run here, aren't we? Like, really? everything, yeah. everything we're, we're doing we're, is we're negative. telling you people the worst. Bro. Yeah. So, I'm telling you people the worst members of the NWO. And there are a lot of good wrestlers in that group. You saw Blake, right? A lot of good wrestlers. A lot of good people. A lot of solid top stars of Legends. wrestling there. Mount Rushmore people in this Legends group. of pro wrestling. Some people <laughs> that WWE will tell you are the greatest wrestlers of all time are on this list because they were bad members of the NWO. Multiple. And you'll agree with me, Blake. You'll, you'll agree with me, Blake. But you'll, you'll agree that these people did not fit in with the group. The top three. It wasn't good. The top three that you the have on this three. list are just. The top three are legends. It's mind blowing legends. to think that they were ever in the NWO. So. They're bad. They were bad fits, weren't they? They were bad. Um, they were bad fits. It, it just didn't work. Not at with all. With them. No. No. So you'll get to see that. And uh, and honestly, for number one, I think the only redeeming value was that his son. <laughs> marked out <laughs> yes. I was upset about it because I, I think his son talked about that later on he was not happy with his with his father joining the NWO he wasn't yeah it's uh, it's an interesting list so uh, that will be up on the site on I guess it'll be 
it'll be up for Sunday morning. So uh, as you're probably already listening to this, uh, if not, it will be there. Um, and check that out. So, and I know Steve also has uh, a botch column that's uh, up as well. Yeah, it's all over there. 41mania.com. Uh, we've also got some other stuff up at the site. We got a we got a lot going on right now, as we said in wrestling. Uh, we've got multiple interviews, multiple interviews on the site ahead of uh, Best in the World this weekend. Uh, yeah. We've got one coming up with Mike Bennett. We've also got another EC3. Like we've just got yeah. stuff everywhere. Our guy Jeffrey Harris has got one. Uh, we we've got stuff going on all over the place over the side and and i'll tell you ring of honor and i've been doing their recaps lately and i don't get to watch the pay-per-views but i'll tell you it's some good stuff yeah they've been some putting some good shows together that fight on the farm i i like it it was enjoyable i thought too i know i know some people probably disagreed but i I thought it was good stuff and jay mark briscoe oh man that's the tag team (laughs) they're 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 one of the they're the classic at this point. Like they're just one of those. It's like they're you know, one of the best. They're they're up in the conversation for the best tag team of this century. Yeah, they they've been doing it for a while. I uh, put them there for sure. And look, RH- I said number one. I mean, may simple disagree. May you want to put FTR there? May oh, God. Oh, I know the New Day are the greatest tag team of all time according to WWE. But you know, I I put Jay Mark ahead of them. I'm, I'm just saying. Speaking of that list, I'm thinking about re-ranking my top 50. I don't know. I think that's going to be a real challenge because I don't know. Like I'm thinking about doing it. It's going to be a, a tough thing to do, but I'm thinking about actually doing it. Um, so I'll, I'll keep you. See, I, I, I stopped doing the top. I did a bunch of top seven tag teams of decades. Yeah. And I, I did not do the top seven tag teams of the 2010s because for God's sakes, <laughs> <laughs> well let's be honest one's so great but if you will put the new day there okay whatever oh uh, we'll see oh Drawing how, how about this steve like we, something else that i just like we we have talked some of this stuff into reality just in this hour we've talked Tony <laughs> tony storm is debuting oh, on smackdown soon yes how about look at this like we have done a lot do you yes. think it's possible that Vince McMahon has tapped into our feed here and has is heard? Bianca, is, she, is Tony challenging Bianca? I don't know, but they apparently they. they that that um, should be happening. I'm watching this like I'm kind of like rewinding to the point. Well, rewinding. That's for like I'm on a VCR. I'm not watching it on a VCR, by the way. You're um, watching Tony Storm like I'm watching Tony <laughs> Trish Stratus back in 2002. Oh, we're hey, hey now. There's there's a good segue <laughs> for the next episode of our podcast, which is going to be all about Backlash 2002. We're gonna we're gonna keep that theme going. Um, as we yes. said, we won't do this every episode. We may do like every other episode. We're gonna we're gonna add in some nice uh, retro reviews, and we're actually just gonna go through. I think 2002 right now. We may actually add in some different, like if we get closer to SummerSlam, Steve, I think we should maybe go back and like, well, maybe we'll be at the 2002 at that point. I don't know, but we might look back at some of the old SummerSlam, Steve. I think that's fun to do, but um, we are going to like chronologically try to go through 2002 and um, Backlash is going to be the next one. (laughs) And it's an interesting era. It, it is. So we're going to go through that. So that will be the next episode of the podcast. It'll be a nice little retro review for you. Backlash 2002. 
Um, but as we said, uh, there's a lot happening. Tony Storm's coming to SmackDown, too. We've got all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, check everything out over at the site, 41mania.com. Um, all of Steve Collins there. Uh, you've got, like we said, all of our live coverage of the events um, and news, everything you need, lots more columns as well. Uh, check everything out there. And as always, we'll have the GoFundMe for Larry Zonka's family in the show notes. Uh, be sure to continue to share that if you can. And, uh, yes, everything else, 41mania.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use. You can find us there. And uh, thanks, as always, for listening. And uh, we will talk to you next, next time here on the 411 on Wrestling Podcast. 